Back to the goodies. Got Crimson Flower trade paperback by Dark Horse Comics. From New York Best Time Sell It, Best Selling Mine, MGMT creator Matt Kent and Matt Lesnowski. Comes a brand new mind altering journey through Russian folktales, trained assassins, and government conspiracies. After losing her family in a violent home invasion, a woman uses folktales to cope. In a blood-soaked journey toward revenge, she tracks down the man responsible for her family's deaths, only to discover a startling government plot to weaponize folktales and use them to raise children into super assassins. So I never heard of this run before. It sounds interesting. It's something I'd definitely check out. For the Darkwing Duck fans, they have Darkwing Duck Just Us Justice Ducks by Fantagraphics. Here's what the fun here's where the fun begins. A new series featuring awesome 1980s and 90s comics based on the classic Disney afternoon TV cartoons. From the pages of Disney Adventures and its Gen X sister magazines come much requested feature length thrillers such as Just Us Justice Ducks and the legend of the chaos god plus more can't go wrong with a little darkwing duck in your life and for my video game arcade mini cabinets that they have the other another 10 inch cabinets that that's by uh data east and this one includes games like burger time karate champ and bad dudes and i mean this on these 10 inch Mini players, the screen's like four and a half inches, so that's not too bad. And we'll just have to see one of these days how well they work. That one's a little cheaper than the other one, I'm guessing, because it doesn't have any, as many games in it. If you like Poison Ivy, the DC Comics has a Poison Ivy Returns Bestujo Limited Edition PX statue by Koto Bukaya. It's pretty cool with her like leaning into a tree that's growing. And then for Deadpool fans, they have 30th anniversary mystery minis blind mystery box by Funko coming out. And I still want to get on this run. I haven't read anything from it that I remember, but Dead World Voices from Dead World trade paperback, Caliber Entertainment. Before there was The Walking Dead, there was Dead World. The world has suffered the unleashing of a supernatural holocaust as the dead rise to walk the earth. Isolated pockets of humanity struggle to survive against the mindless hordes of flesh-eating zombies that are under the control of the sadistic, hardly-riding, intelligent, king-zombie dead world. A world ripped apart by de death, yet somehow surprisingly Held together by hope. Voices from the Dead World covers the entire spectrum of the classic Dead World series as various scenes and characters from nearly 50 different artists, blah, blah, blah. Check it out. See what you think. I definitely want it down the line, but I want to start from the beginning with that. Because, of course, it's zombie-related. And I love the zombies. I wanted to just devour it all. Just like they wanted to devour their brains. 
Demon Days. Mariko. One shot. They got a Peach Momoko cover on this. It's by Marvel Comics. Written by Peach Momoko. Uh, in the Shadows of Kuriska, of Kurosaki Mountain, a secret history comes to light. The Demon Days saga continues. Mariko Ishida hears mysterious voices and has strange dreams that feel real. A red-headed maid who dresses all in black might know more than she lets on. What is the connection between Mariko, the creatures called Oni, and Karasaki Mountain? Find out in the next installment of this tale of magic, monsters, and Marvel characters like you've never seen them before. Sounds a little fun. Check it out. If you're in the Demon Slayer, they have a Kimetsu Kaijuro Rengoku Nikuren Sword <laughs> Replica. This is interesting because I was hoping it was like a BK Blade Sword, but this is apparently a sword that has a three-dimensional design in one-to-one scale, but it plays over 60 sounds and and lines, including flame breathing, sound effects, additional bonus dialogue, all that stuff. So if you're into Demon Slayer, that might be something for you to have on your shelf. It is a very nice-looking sword. I was just hoping it was an actual usable sword. Then Dynamite has Dynamite Lives, number one, sticking with the zombie stuff from Dynamite Entertainment. The hit series returns because you can't kill a never-ending army of zombies. You can only hope to beat the fuck out of them. After tragically losing their first chosen one against the zombie plague, Vampirella, Miss Fury, and what remains of the project superpowers look for a new savior. Williams is an even more reluctant deadite hunter than usual. This time, the Army of Darkness has ray guns, superpowers, and a brilliant new general, Evil Sonya, who takes her role of Queen of Hell quite seriously. I, yeah, I'm jumping on this one right away. It's going right in there. Fans of Dio Holy Diver album. They have Dio Holy Diver trade paperback by Z2 Comics. Uh, I don't know much about that album. I wasn't into Dio back in the day, but if you are, check it out. If you like Hocus Pocus, Disney has a new Hocus Pocus The Game by Ravensburger USA Incorporated. Coming out with a variety of different like card style games and stuff again. If you're friends, uh, friends, fans of Nightmare Before Christmas, they have Disney Miss Mindy Lock, Shock, and Barrel 7-inch figure, which is really cool looking. Kids in the tub. And then we have Divine Retribution One-Shot by Second, Shit, Second Sight Publishing. Oh, the gums don't want to work today. Christine is a guardian angel who has a millennium of faithful service watching and guiding her human charges. She has also spent the time with growing hope, helplessness, 
quiet frustration and heartache after countless years of losing her charges to growing evil in the world. Christine finally has enough when her latest charge is slaughtered and decides that something has to be done, so she breaks her one unbreakable rule, no direct contact with humans, regardless of the possible catastrophic consequences. A little tongue twisting there. Yeah. More fighting of the demons. Doctor Who fans, you had a TARDIS. Police box, number one TARDIS, the 11th Doctor. By Hero Collector for your desk. And we had Dope Rider, a fistful of delirium graphic novel by Editions Tanabus. Dope Rider is back in town after a 30 year hiatus. Paul Kirchner restarted the adventures of his iconic bony stoner hero who first appeared in 1975 in the psychedelic counterculture magazine High Times. Dope Rider has stayed essentially the same, still smoking bongs, getting high, and chasing metaphysical dragons through whimsical realities in meticulously illustrated and colorful one-page adventures. Check that out if you're a fan of High Times. For the DuckTales fans, we got a Scrooge McDuck Mastercraft statue by Beast Kingdom, which is pretty cool looking. Of course, got his, some of his money with him at all times. They have the Erratic Trade Paperback by artists and writers and artisans. This is an interesting concept. Uh, that's why I mention it. You're 15 years old. You're suddenly granted incredible powers. Cool, right? There's only one problem. You can only use your powers for 10 minutes at a time. What do you do when you have to save the world, but you only have 10 minutes to do it? This is the problem faced by Oliver Leaf, a teenager who has just moved to a new town and a new school and is having a hard enough time navigating classes and his crush before the interdimensional monsters started showing up. thought this was a pretty cool little concept that they're doing. I'm kind of curious how much time he has to recharge in between the little 10-minute shots. So that could be pretty crucial. But yeah, something I'll read in the future, I'm sure. Another game you can get 6.7-inch size for my collection for me is Elevator Action. Oh, God, I spent a lot of money on that game. <laughs> Just up and down those stupid elevators going in and out the door, shooting everything as you got to each level. <clears throat> take out the character before they take you out. But I guess we'll end that with the segment right now, and we'll get back to you soon. All right, back to the fun. We got Everfrost by Black Mask Comics. Van Luis retired to the ice coast so she could quietly find a way off off planet from a world on the wrong side of the social societal collapse. She biohacks a dead leviathan to orchestrate passageway into the universe, but her plans are about to get chewed up by a mounting war between the warlords, violent gatekeepers for the global ruling party, and the bloom. 
those who risk extinction living out on the water, as well as a family reunion with her son, who she hasn't seen since he died in her arms when he was a child. That's quite the story. Sounds very interesting. Might have to check that out down the road. If you're a Five Nights at Freddy's fan, they have a variety of figures, including a Chocolate Freddy by Funko coming out. They're kind of goofy, scary-looking figures, <laughs> just teddy bears that have pieces of their body missing. They have different types, different colors. Check those out. Funko has an interesting new game, uh, Marvel Battle Worlds. You can get the Mega Packs, Loki Frost Giant. Comes with some mini figures and stuff like that. I'm interested in this. I'd like to play it if we'd ever get into a society where we could play games. Or even if I could get a few people to throw together like a little Zoom party, I'd be willing to pick up my own pack and see if we could do something with it. But For the Future State fans, they got Future State Batman, Dark Detective trade paperback, Future State Suicide Squad trade paperback, Future State Wonder Woman trade paperback. I'm sure they're just going to come out with a bunch of them right now. Since that's all ended and caught up on. Then we got Gamma Flight number one by Marvel Comics. Spinning out of Immortal Hulk, Bruce Banner's gamma-powered allies go on the run. Gamma Flight had one job, find and stop the Hulk. But when push came to smash, they sided with the Green Goliath and the human world intends to make them regret it. Puck, Absorbing Man, Titania, Doc Sasquatch, Dr. Charlene McGowan, and a horribly changed Rick Jones are fugitives from every known authority, but a team that but a team that full of gamma is bound to break before long. So that's quite the team of angry green ones. <laughs> Check that out. Could be fun. If you like the ghost face figure. From Scream, they have a ghost face handmade by Robots final figure, which is kind of cute, by Ben Susan Deutsch and Associates. Got a giant size Amazing Spider Man Chameleon Conspiracy one shot by Marvel Comics. The epic conclusion of the Chameleon Conspiracy. If you thought the end of King's Ransom. Took Spider-Man to the core, you better think again, as the ending will level things up. It's 56 pages. Looks like it's got quite a few characters that could be fun in it from the Spideyverse. But we have Girl and the Glim, graphic no novel by IDW Publishing. An original graphic novel about being the new kid in a different school. Getting picked on by the class bullies, and what happens when a magical presence takes notice? Like, can things get any worse? Starting out at a new school is tough, and Bridget isn't having much luck, seeing as, well, she's not great at making a first impression. Or maybe any impression. Ugh, all these nervous feelings. Will I fit in? Will I make a new friends? Will they still like me when they get to know me? Nope. For now, the best she can manage is awkward. 
This is not going great. That's when she sees it. Something dark and scary. Something only she can see. And she's scared. Of course, she is. But as the only one able to see the dangers, maybe it's time for her to face that fear and unravel the mystery of the glim and the glums. The girl in the glim is about accepting the fact that fear is okay and that while letting other people see your vulnerabilities can be scary, it can also lead to closer friendships in the end. Sounds like a fun story for younger kids and younger adults. With Godzilla and King Kong and all these movies coming out. We have Godzilla Rivals vs. Hedora One-Shot by IDW Publishing. It's the 1970s and the world's most terrifying kaiju smashed their way through New York City as Godzilla and Hedora do battle above, down below, Todd Hopkins is racing across Manhattan in a desperate bid to save the only scientist who can stop the chaos and drive the monsters back into the sea. But before the day is over, secrets will be revealed and terrible choices made to save the city from utter destruction. And we also have Godzilla World of Monsters trade paperback by IDW Publishing. Awesome cover with the three-headed Ghidorah in the background. Smoke clouds and everything. It's just a beautiful looking cover. The King Kong in the front, or King Kong Godzilla in the front. The King of Monsters reigns supreme, no matter the timeline or the world. In the compendium, collecting three graphic novels, Gangsters of Goliath, uh, and Oblivion and Cataclysm are all collected in this book. Check that out if you want a good Godzilla story. And then we're going to jump over to Good Luck Number 1 by Boom Studios. What if luck was quantifiable and something everyone was born with? Everyone except the unfortunates. Teenagers born with absolutely zero luck. Now with the world mysteriously plunged into chaos and reality itself threatened, they will be our only hope to save the world. Our last hope is those with no chance of success. The only thing anyone can wish them is good luck. <laughs> Sounds kind of interesting. Goofy, but interesting. Another thing I need for my arcade, just so I can put it with it for display purposes that someone could buy for me. So it's only just a mere $500. They have a Grand Jester Studios Elvira 16-inch masterpiece statue where she's atop like a Silver Surfer style table type thing. And she's got her wings coming out her back. It just, it's awesome looking. Green Arrow fans, there's the 80th anniversary 100-page super spectacular one-shot for you to check out by DC Comics. And we have Harvest of Horrors trade paperback. The harvest is plenty. Welcome to the Harvest of Horror. The stories contained within are a smorgasbord of entertaining tales designed to thrill, chill, and just plain old scare the hell out of you. From World War I vampires to serial killers to scary dolls and even scarier kids, 
with a creature or two thrown in. This collection contains some of the twisted short tales by the three award-winning nominated original Mississippi zombie creators Bradley Golden, Peter Brough, and Marcus H. Roberts. And this is one I'm going to have to jump on. Anything done by zombie creators catches my interest. And then for my arcade, another 6.75 one I have is the Heavy Barrel game. Love playing that. And then for the Heroes Reborn, they're going to continue going. They have a Heroes Reborn number five with a variety of covers, including the card connecting. Number six and number seven. And then they're coming out with Heroes Reborn American Knights one shot. Heroes Reborn Marvel Double Action one shot. Heroes Reborn Night Quen one shot. Heroes Reborn Squadron Savage one shot. And Heroes Reborn Weapon X and Final Flight one shot. And they also have a Heroes Return one shot, which also comes with a connecting cover. I'm guessing since they go one through seven with the other connecting covers, they need an eighth one to throw in there. So check those out. We'll get back again in the future. Let's get back to some more future goodies. Start out with Hyperthick Number One by Floating World Comics. This is one of three. Dead Inside, Hair on the Blink, House Tornado Liquidizing the Furniture. Here's a fab new rectangle from Steve Eilat. You'll have a field day with this shredding medley of smashed treasures and murky diatribes. Eternity, my favorite. Sounds like a few short stories. Something like that. Get check it out. It's by Floating World Comics. This one's got my curiosity. Jim Lives, Mystery of the Lead Singer of the Doors and the 27 Club graphic novel by Image Comics. Amid the intense colors of a foreign land, Jim Lives is the story of a man searching for his son, a correspondent for a popular American newspaper, who vanished into thin air after sending one last enigmatic message. Jim Morrison isn't dead. He's hiding out in Italy. I saw him with my own eyes. Come along with the creators of Paul is Dead as they reveal the second chapter in the Conspiracy Trilogy a new fascinating vision of the most mysterious legend in the history of rock that envisions what happens when the music's over. I didn't realize this. They did one before this with Paul from the Beatles, I'm assuming. (laughs) All right, Judge Dredd, always an interesting character. They have Judge Dread Guatemala trade paperback by Rebellion Comics. A deathbed request sends Judge Dread on a diplomatic mission to Guatemala, a dictatorship ruled by the despotic robot El Presidente under the military rule of robots. Humans are enslaved, trafficked, and farmed for parts. El Presidente seeks to expand its repressive regime and if Mega City One doesn't give in to its demands, its nuclear arsenal will blow the city off the map. 
also featuring bonus dread stories with art by Carlos Esquara and Henry Flint. One I might have to pick up to get back on the Judge Dread run. We have Jukebox graphic novel by First Second. Following up on the success of Ashmina Nidhi Shanani, delivers another story about family and friendship tinged with magical realism. This one, this one featuring a time traveling jukebox, mysterious jukebox, old violin records and cryptic notes on music history are Shaheen's only clues to her father's abrupt disappearance. She looks to her cousin, Tanaz, who seems just as perplexed, before they both look at the jukebox, which starts glowing. Suddenly, the girls are pulled from their era and transported to another time, keyed to the music on the record. The jukebox sends them to decade after decade of music history, from political marches to landmark concerts, but can they find Shaheen's dad before the music stops? That's a fun way to look at history, it sounds like. I wish they would add stuff like this when I was a kid. Then we got Cain and Abel trade paperback by Image Comics. Comic book wise guys, Cain and Abel serve up a summer dump cake of genre-busting mischief and mass mayhem in this oversized anthology of never-before-published strips. Slip in and out of subconsciousness with this astonishing shield bug. Surf the flesh wave with black fur in Who Fears the Death Roach. Journey into the sub-basement in the gasoline-tinged dust mites. Ride into Creep Zone with Nightmare and Sleepy in the aptly named Creep Zone. That sounds like it could be a fun one to check out. Another game you got to get from my arcade is another 6.75-inch one called Crowdy Champ. I have that on many platforms over the years. Then if you like Killer Bunnies, they have a Killer Bunnies card game, Cake Batter Expansion. If you ever played that game, want to get into it. And for the fans of King and Black, they have King and, King and Black Avengers trade paperback by Marvel. They have the King and Black Gwenum vs. Carnage trade paperback. King and Black Namor trade paperback. King and Black Planet of the Symbiotes trade paperback. King and the Black Thunderbolts trade paperback. And just the regular King and Black trade paperback. <clears throat> so check those out if you missed out on them. And you don't want to pay the individual prices now. Then we have La Muerta Retaliation One Shot Ortiz Mama Z by Coffin Comics. They have a naughty cover showing there. Everyone thought Mama Z was dead. But Forbidden Witchcraft has brought the ruthless cartel boss back from the depths of hell to once again rule the streets. Now Mama Z has only one unyielding desire, to see the aging vigilante known as La Muerta completely destroyed. Can La Muerta survive the savage onslaught? You'll have to check it out to find out. 
the only more I can get done before the heater kicks into full blast. If you like the Librarians TV show at all, buy everything Epic Games. There you have the Librarians Advanced Card Game. And they also have the game uh, Quest for the Spear expansion. If you like the video game Life is Strange, they had a great comic run, which is now in trade paperback form by Titan Comics. The outbreak of COVID-19 challenges us to think about the cause and effect of every action, from the mundane to the influential. What is within our power and what is out of our control? This is the conflict Max Caulfield now struggles to come to terms with. First volume in the Life and Strange series based in the world of BAFTA, award-winning video game, follows the story of Max Caulfield, a senior majoring in photography, who discovers that she can rewind time when trying to save her best friend, Chloe Price. If you like the game and stuff, check this out. See if it holds up. And if you're interested in the Maestro from the Hulk franchise and stuff by Marvel Comics, you got Maestro War and PAX trade paperback. I've been interested in my that character myself, learning a little bit more about him. Then we got Man's World trade paperback, M-A-N-N-S, by artist, writers, and artisans. A weekend getaway on a resort planet goes south when four friends run afoul of the planet's working class. Stranded in the wilderness of a strange planet, surrounded by danger on all sides, and relentlessly pursued by vengeful locals, they must test their bonds of friendship in order to survive. Interesting. Then another game you can get me is Mappy. For the 6.75-inch games, cabinets, if you like the Vision, they have a Marvel Gallery comic Vision PBC statue that's pretty cool by Diamond Select. And if you're a Miles Morales fan, they have the Marvel Universe Spider-Man Miles Morales Artifacts statue by Koto Bukia. So check those out. And once the heat is done, we'll get back to some more goodies in the future.